Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to another episode. My name is Jamie and I have another life update for you guys. So last week when I was recording, I had just booked my flight, my trip to London and everything. Um, And I was really freaking out. As we all remember, I won't lie to you, I was um, wigging, but it's officially a week later and my spirits have just soared. I'm in a much better place, but the kind of crazy thing with the whole situation and the reason I wanted to give you that update was I am more unsure of my life now than I was a week ago, but I also have so much more peace about my life than I did a week ago as well. And I know what you're thinking. That doesn't make sense. But let me tell you. So I thought I gave, you know, complete control to God. I really did. But I was just going through all the motions of it is what I kind of realized. I realized I was kind of putting restraints on God having control I was definitely sitting there saying, okay, God, I give you control over the situation, but you know, if it goes past Wednesday, then I'm gonna have to intervene and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z or, you know, okay, God, you can take the reins, but if this happens, then I'll have to do this as a result. And I feel like finally, a few days ago, I really did just take a huge leap of faith and let him have complete control over a certain situation and it makes me a little nervous won't lie to you it makes me sweat a little bit but yeah I I ended up just completely giving up control and I do feel a million times better I just feel a million times more peaceful I just have a lot more peace about it and I mean I will say there are times still that I find myself putting I guess, contingencies on the situation, which I know isn't good. And I'm definitely working through that, but I just, I can't wait for the whole situation to come to a resolution and share the story with you guys, because the whole situation was just crazy. It's been insane how much God has been working in my life in the past few weeks, especially And I know I'm being really vague, which is a little stupid, but I want to keep the story until I can have like a full dedicated moment to it because it just really shows God's timing, his, you know, plan and how it always prevails and how he just, you know, teaches a lot of lessons along the way. And so I want to have that full story so I can have the full perspective to share with you guys. So Anyway, the point of that whole ramble was I feel good about going to London and I feel like I am aligning my path with the one God wants for me and the one he has planned for me. And I'm feeling good about my situation, even though I do have moments of panic. I would say daily, honestly. I do panic sometimes. I do have moments where I feel like the, you know, the devil, the enemy, whatever you want to call him, kind of gets in my head and he's like, well, it's just not going to work out. Like, it's just not going to happen. You know, you better start freaking out because it's not going to, it's not going to come through. You know, God's not going to show up. And I have to stop myself all the time because I, I know that's not true and I know he will show up, but the enemy does work 
funny ways and he'll really get you sometimes so anyway since moving to Austin I feel like I've just grown so much in my relationship with God and I remember when I was about to move here I was just so scared I contemplated not coming so many times I thought about not moving I thought about going home until I was a little bit more set in my plans but something just felt right about coming here and I know I've talked about this before in um, different episodes but I just want to kind of hit on it again because it's I've never really had something like this in my life where I have just felt so sure about something that I have no idea what's happening since I've been to Austin it's been the most unsure of my next day (laughs) that I have been in my entire life like I don't know what's going on tomorrow I don't know what's going on next week next month anything and since coming to Austin that's pretty much the first time in my entire life that that's happened but it's also the first time in my life that I have felt this close to God every single day I feel like I'm growing so so much every single day every week I feel like I'm a new person from the week before and in the best way possible so I don't even know why I went on that ramble but I did And anyway, (laughs) I do also want to say next week and the week after those episodes will be pre-recorded because I will be in London and then I am going home for my college's homecoming. Whoop, whoop. So, um, yes, can't do any more advancements on the situation for, um, another couple weeks, but another couple weeks that do be a long time so who knows my life might be completely different by the time we talk next you know live week to week um but it's a little it's a little spooky how fast life moves post-college but I will say that I I think post-college is where I will be thriving I am thriving and I am in shambles sometimes but I'm really enjoying life outside of college and school and yes I'm very excited to see where God leads me in general okay that was probably the longest life update I have ever done and I guess it's only been like six minutes but still pretty long anyway now that that is finished talked about discussed I know we are all just dying to get to the actual topic (laughs) so let's do it shall we today we're talking about why weight loss does not fix your body image issues or your negative self image negative self talk anything like that in general so this topic this topic i really wanted to talk about because i think it's a topic that people like to argue And if you're one of those people coming here to just throw hands with me off the bat, um, I really urge you to listen to the whole episode, hear me out, and then you can send me all of your passionate things that you have to say to my Instagram DMs, and I'd love to hear you out. But without further ado, let's jump into today's topic. Okay, so I'll be honest with you, when I was doing research for today's topic, for the episode in general... It was a little bit more tricky to find kind of articles and statistics, data, whatever you want to call it, research about this topic in general. And I have come to a consensus about why that is. I found that the people who argue with the concept of 
self-image being directly associated with weight loss kind of fall into these two categories there are those who are losing weight for right reasons and those who are pushing weight loss for the wrong reasons those are kind of the two categories i found so let's talk about the first group first obviously first group first goodbye anyway (laughs) so for those people who are losing weight for the right reasons so this means losing weight for necessary health reasons prescribed by an actual doctor a reliable doctor saying that their current weight is genuinely affecting their quality of life so when they do get to a healthier weight point because of that reason because they needed to lose the weight for health reasons it can improve the body image 100 percent. if they do that weight loss in a good and healthy way you know, meaning they're not depriving themselves of anything and always celebrating their bodies the whole way through, they definitely will have a better appreciation of their body overall. And without getting into this specific kind of subtopic too much, if they do lose necessary weight in the right way, that is how people typically keep weight off, you know? However, those who are losing necessary weight in an unhealthy way have a 95% chance to go back to their starting weight and that's just not a number I made up that is a research number 95% will go back to their starting weight so if you're going on a diet which the definition of a diet if you don't know is any kind of restriction on food so that means cutting out any food group restricting calories any kind of restriction on food in general you have a 5% success rate 5% chance to be successful in weight loss with restriction. In this, what blows my mind is that people know this statistic. I feel like this is a pretty commonly known statistic that 95% of diets do not work, but I feel like it's so glazed over and everyone is going on different diets every single week, even though we all know they don't work. And it's just because, well, you know, I'll get into more in a little bit but it really is because of the buildup society has on weight loss in pertaining to revenge bodies and looks and just how much we put value on our our appearance in general but okay kind of moving away from that because like i said i will get into that a little in a second uh i want to touch on the second group really quick so that is the people that they're them attributing positive body image to weight loss is the people marketing those diets that have a 95 percent chance of failing and this you have to think it is quite literally their job to make you think that you will have a better body image more confidence you know just better happiness better mental state overall if you lose weight and go on these diets they're the ones that make money off of you believing that so obviously they are going to push that and argue that even if they don't believe it themselves if they make a paycheck from it it doesn't matter if it's true or not so today i am not talking to those two groups of people today i am talking to the everyday person 
who does not make their living off of lying to vulnerable people. But instead of that, I'm talking to those of us that get tricked by them. And I also just want to say really quick, if you are in the first group and you lost weight in a good way by appreciating your body, it's still not directly related. It doesn't mean that you automatically have a better image of yourself by that weight loss. It just typically means if it's done in a healthy way, you have a much higher chance to do that. So, okay, now we got that whole preface laid. Sometimes I say things, I know I've said this before, but sometimes I say things, words, phrases, I don't even know if they make sense. I don't know if it's correct grammar. I just say them. But anyway, okay. So let's talk about some of the wrong reasons to lose weight. There's a million reasons, honestly, but I'll touch on a few. So these are reasons that make it so you still feel insecure, not confident, even after that weight loss that you want to achieve and so the first reason is if you're losing weight for the approval of other others oh my word of others for any kind of validation this means you want to lose weight either because you think you'll become more popular or that boy's gonna like you more or even to get back at your ex or whatever these are not sustainable reasons and can really hurt your mental health just a ton And specifically, I want to talk about that whole concept of revenge body, specifically. So, okay, because I think that it's been super popular recently with TikTok and the Kardashians and all that. Maybe I'm behind on the the Khloe Kardashian show, but I kind of heard about it a while ago. Didn't really think much of it, but I feel like it's really coming full, you know, having its moment right now because revenge bodies are just so popular on social media. So I think on the service, people think revenge bodies are great because they think, you know, this said revenge just serves as motivation to get to a health goal or something like that. But the reality is that if you are losing weight or trying to lose weight for anything other than health reasons, it's not only going to hurt you and affect your self-esteem negatively in the end, but it's just, it's going to have such a toll on your mental health because the core of it is that you're placing your worth on your appearance and solely your physical appearance. You want this person who hurt you to regret it or, you know, whatever else your revenge reason might be. And so you start to lose yourself to this idea of looking a certain way, thinking that it will have an effect on another person. And another thing to note with revenge bodies is that they are just super unrealistic and the whole idea around them is just so toxic. And the example I can think of, obviously, is the Khloe Kardashian show, her revenge body show. She markets herself as like patient zero of this revenge body thing when the reality is it took her a lot longer than a few weeks and, you know plastic surgeon took a lot of plastic surgeons <laughs> i don't like being that person who's like you know placing the whatever she looks the way she looks for a number of reasons that were not solved in a few weeks on a show okay she had a ton of work done which she she claims she's not trying to hide that 
but she also has access to some of the best um, personal trainers in the world, as well as having these personal chefs who can cater to every dietary need, every food group at just a, you know, at a call of whatever she wants. She has at her disposal, which a lot of us don't have, obviously. So in this show, she's taking these people on this road to having a revenge body in a few short weeks. And obviously for the sake of the show, they they need to have results because no one's going to watch a show called Revenge Body where there aren't results. So they just go through a lot of methods which don't last over time because the motives aren't pure. And the toxicity just goes back and boils down to having that physical value and placing all of your worth on your looks. And okay, I mean I I get it. If I had a dollar for every time I posted on social media, looking some type of way just for one boy to hopefully see it and just regret, just rue the day, I would have a lot of dollars. A lot of dollars. I would be rich. We'll say that. But the thing is, it never made me feel better. I just spent the day obsessing over whatever post it was, checking a million times a day, giving this boy so much of my attention that he doesn't deserve because I want him to see me looking like this. And if it's not boys like your exes or whoever you're, you're, you know, trying to go for, it's, it's not like they're going to message you and, and say, Hey, you look amazing. I totally regret our breakup. Do you want to get back together? And if they do say that, if they're the 1% that do say that, they're a terrible person. Like, hello? <laughs> Cut that off. Goodbye. Like, we don't want someone who only places our value on our physical looks and only wants to get back with us because we look good. That's just, it's such a toxic mindset to be in. And, okay, let's say that you do get that quote-unquote, you know, revenge body. Then what? Your entire motive is centered around another person and your focus is still around an ex. That's not healthy. And I can tell you straight up, it's not going to last because getting that certain look for someone else is not going to do anything for your self-esteem because you're putting your self-worth on another person. If they think you're, you know, hotter or they think you're more like fit, if they're regretting the breakup based on your looks it's just it's not healthy at all and the mindset in general is just very degrading to your self-worth and I feel like we as a society place so much value on appearance and looks and this is just yet another example of it and something else I really want to touch on when it comes to self-image and weight is we need to recognize that at any given weight point any time in our life where we're fluctuating body size or shape that you are worthy and deserving of happiness and that you are just as valuable no matter how you look physically and this is what this topic really comes down to just because you have a glow up or whatever you want to call it this does not automatically mean that you value yourself more or think that you are more deserving of happiness when you're talking down on yourself and telling yourself that you are not valuable that you don't deserve the love you receive that doesn't go away with physical change change no matter what 
you hear no matter what the media tells you the change comes from within and it starts it can start right now it doesn't go physical globe then mental globe it's the opposite actually once you start loving your body and seeing your worth as you are now without the change you will start treating yourself better with love and appreciation in a new way that can just lead you to caring for yourself more when you're being critical of yourself you need to just remember that those thoughts are lies they're not true when you're looking at the mirror telling yourself that you're you would be more valuable if you look different it's not true and god does not make mistakes ever he didn't create you by accident or create you looking how you look by an accident so stop telling yourself that that you're not up to a certain standard what standard who set the standard that's what you have to think about who set the standard of beauty this made up society that we all just kind of agree that something's pretty or whatever i feel like this even makes me think of when you know you find a cute guy or whatever and you're showing pictures to your friends and you're like you feel like you have to justify you're like okay well he looks really bad in this picture and like you know you go on this five minute spiel of how he doesn't look good in this picture because you're just so scared to be judged for liking someone that someone else might deem as not attractive and we're the thing is like we're all unique in the way we look and we need to start celebrating that what rather rather let me try again rather than being so hard on ourselves and each other for it and i i know that's just i'm i'm getting a little preachy a little cliche right now but let me just keep going finish it out (laughs) no going back now okay (laughs) no matter how you look right now it's not by mistake is what i'm trying to say we really just need to start loving ourselves the way god loves us and even then we will realize that we cannot even come close to the amount of love that he has for us and i love the trend right now where you put childhood pictures of yourself to remind yourself that you're being mean to younger you when you say that that small innocent child who doesn't know what's coming doesn't know what's gonna hit her you're being mean to her you're talking down telling her that she's not worthy she's ugly whatever we're just bullying ourselves that's what it comes down to and then we're confused why we're so you know not satisfied with certain aspects of our lives we just we need to stop being so critical of ourselves and comparing ourselves to these made-up versions of other people and then expecting society to be different you know the change starts within us so we need to start changing the conversation within ourselves to therefore change the conversation outside of ourselves so i i just really want to challenge everyone anyone and everyone listening anytime you're being mean to yourself just stop and oh okay i (laughs) i'm okay what i'm about to say i feel like it's so cliche and cringy but i'm gonna say it anyway (laughs) just bear with me okay just when you're being mean to yourself and looking at the mirror and you're being hard on yourself just say something nice say something positive just try it again i sound really like i feel like this episode i have sounded really soapboxy and preachy but bear with me because it does work even if you don't believe what you're saying 
if you're, you know, when you're being nice to yourself and giving yourself compliments instead of talking negatively about your body, just see the difference, see the difference. And, you know, even, even outwardly, it will change. It'll go from, from inward to outward and you'll no longer tell your friends that you think you look fat and X, Y, and Z and it'll stop. And then you will start believing those compliments you were telling yourself. So it's, it's all a ripple effect and it starts now. There's no excuse to not start it now. So do it, do it now. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I really did get a little preachy, but I think that's my cue to head out. As always, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. It is just at Jamie Robin, J-A-M-I-R-O-B-B-E-N. My DMs are always open, always down to chat. I always love hearing... Oh, could you guys hear that? I don't know if you can hear that, but my computer's making noise. Anyway, I it's like really late. I feel like you can tell the difference between when I film a podcast in the morning versus night. This is night. This is the first time I filmed a podcast this late. And I feel like it's showing deeply. But as always, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.